This is Anthems. Hi, we're Quit House Party. My name's Sarah and I use they, them pronouns. I'm Harry Gay and I use he, him pronouns. Hi, I'm Nick and I use they, them pronouns. Our word of the day is grassroots. We started Queer House Party at the beginning of the pandemic to give queer people across the globe a space where they could come together and access the forms of solidarity and connection that LGBTIQ venues and spaces have traditionally served to provide us with. However, our vision of the party was based on a refusal to replicate the problems within our community and our nightlife that had been concerning us for years now. So we did things differently. We've never been comfortable with the modern pride movement. The three of us met through organising in activist circles and for as long as we've participated in Pride events, we've been pushing for more space to be given to marginalised members of our community. We're an anti-capitalist collective, so each year as London and other major cities gear up for their Pride events, we read through the list of sponsors in horror. Weapons manufacturers, banks and oil companies line up year after year to perform allyship, meanwhile their structures of profit generation rely upon causing genuine harm to our community both in the UK and beyond. Queer House Party refuses to participate in this version of Pride. We want to be able to create spaces solely dedicated to celebrating LGBTIQ plus people in a way that's accessible for everyone, regardless of income, class, ethnicity or gender. Spaces where we can actively work to build power and solidarity. We want our spaces run by our community and for our community. Throwing our parties online has meant that we can rely on a donations-based system where those who can afford to pay chip in to cover the costs and those who can't afford to pay can attend for free. We ensure that everyone who is involved in our events is paid fairly for their time and we've been able to do this since the beginning of the pandemic thanks to our community. However, now that society is reopening and we're moving back into venues, we're faced with a new set of challenges in keeping our parties accessible for our community and centering our values in the face of assimilation into the market. It's not a secret that the sky-high rent in London, and increasingly so in other major cities across the UK, is an atrocity. We know that the prices bleed communities dry forcibly disperse them from their homes and massively limit the opportunities for dignified lives. This situation is replicated in the nightlife sector. Venues in London, particularly queer venues, were being forced to close their doors in droves before the pandemic and this has only been exacerbated by the financial strain put on independent businesses by the lockdown. We're not ignorant to the fact that the reason the Queer House Party has been able to hold a space for our community and generate income is that putting on parties online frees us of the constraints of having to jump through the hoops, both financial and nepotistic, of finding space in London. Admittedly, we were still being exploited by the landlords and our estate agents of our shabby South East London house share, but being able to host events for the LGBTIQA community, a healing space, a safe and enjoyable and accessible space, has opened our mind to what a world without the constraints of rent would look like. Our work was only accountable to our audience and ourselves, self-governed and according to our own rules. Like it or not, although many probably do like it, venue owners are gatekeepers of the scene. It's a select few in our society of pseudo-social mobility that have access to the resources to rent and maintain venues and entertainment spaces in the areas of central London. The reality is that marginalised and underprivileged groups are not represented in this select few, and that shapes the kind of events that are available to a community whose life experience is not shared by the owners of the venues they go to. This will only lead us down a path of increasing homogenisation and leave our culture prone to commodification, With austerity and a widening of the gap between property owners and the rest of us, this problem is only getting worse. Rent is squeezing all aspects of our lives out of us, leaving the poorest least able to live well, let alone access community spaces.
However, we recognise that more representation in the property-owning class will never be the solution. And as the queer community is assimilated into mainstream society, we're concerned that queer spaces can no longer be relied upon to exist in opposition to capitalist heteronormativity. Another huge challenge lies in the ongoing work we must do within our spaces, and to demand justice and recognition for the groups that our movement has left behind. A lot of rhetoric around Pride centres on the concept of taking up space, but we believe this needs to be re-examined. As a queer community, we find ourselves in a situation where uh, demand for safety, respect and recognition has been met with the conditions predefined by the market. Assimilation into capitalist society invokes our necessary participation, either as consumers or tools for profit generation. The spaces and forms of visibility that have been accorded to us serve to absorb queerness into a model of culture as consumption. We must take it upon ourselves urgently to radically redefine what taking up space means today. When our visibility has assumed meanings far beyond that which serves us, when a rainbow flag is synonymous with a marketing campaign, it's time to reconsider what we want when we demand space and visibility. When queer clubs and forms of performance become sites in which the corporations signal their relevancy and alignment with a value system of intersectionality and non-conformity, see Little Mix's Drag King debut or the recent buy of Metropolis, home of queer club Harpies by entertainment conglomerate Columbo Group, it's time to reconsider what we want when we demand space and visibility. As a collective, we have no interest in generating profit for organisations that have no investment in the thriving of our community and everything to lose from reconstituting the oppressive structures that govern our lives. This Pride, and every Pride, we demand that taking up space means knocking down what's already there, because we've seen how easily our movements become diluted and merchandised and we want more for our community. At Queer House Party, we'll be maintaining our commitment to increasing accessibility at our events, continuing to platform and support deaf and disabled performers, sex workers, people of colour and other performers from other marginalised groups. We will continue to work with queer-owned venues and say no to sponsorship and brand deals. We won't forget that as long as we play by the rules of the powerful, being accorded space will always mean denying access to others, a compromise that Queer House Party wholeheartedly rejects. Until Pride represents and celebrates LGBTIQ people who are trans, who are non-white, who are deaf or disabled, who are in the asylum process, who are working class, who are sex workers, who are homeless, it's not our pride. Grassroots. Adjective. Involving ordinary people in a society or organisation. <laughs>